chapter 3, Luke chapter 3, verse 15. What a beautiful presence of the Lord. Luke, the third chapter, and the 15th verse. Luke, the third chapter, and the 15th verse. And as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not, John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latches of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose, and he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost, and with fire. Verse 15, And as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not, they pondered in their heart whether he was the Messiah, the promised one. But John cleared that up for them. And John answered, saying unto them, Oh, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, and the latchet of his shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. Matthew. Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. So let's drop down to verse 2. Matthew 11, verse 2. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples. He said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again the things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached unto them. God, I thank you. I love you, Lord. I ask you to anoint my lips of clay. Lord, help me to speak to your people today, God, the things that you would have. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Can you give the Lord a good hand clap of praise? Amen and amen. You may be seated tonight. For the next little while, I want to preach. Tell John I'm still the one. Tell John I'm still the one. John preaching repentance. John was not some weak-kneed sissy, friend. He he confronted the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He confronted the the uh, the members of the. Uh, the army, and he confronted those, and he called them, you generations of vipers. Who did warn you to flee from the wrath to come? And he came preaching repentance that they need to turn their heart to him. And he came with such boldness 
and such anointing and such fervor and such power. Amen. Being filled with the power of God. He preached with the anointing of the Lord. And they began to ponder, is this the Christ? Is this the promised one? Is this the one we have waited for long, so long? Is this the consolation of Israel? They had expectations. We read that in Luke chapter 3, they said, and all men mused in their hearts. And as the people were in expectation. They were expecting the Messiah and they were questioning whether John was the one. Yet we find John as he plainly tells them, I did baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. And he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He prophesied of the coming of the Lord. He seen Jesus walking down the street in another passage and He said, Behold the Lamb of God. John knew who Jesus was. John knew who Jesus was. John, approximately six months older than the Lord, Born in the same biological family. Amen. He knew who John was too. And Jesus knew who John was. But there came a time when John's preaching got him in trouble. It got him in hot water with Herod. Because John said, hey, you've got no business with that person that ain't your wife. Amen. You got no business doing that, King. That's not right. John, I guess, never got that book on how to win friends and influence people. He never read Dale Carnegie's book. No, he wasn't a weak kneed sissy. He preached the Word of God without fear and favor, but it landed him in prison. And while he was in prison, he knew who Jesus was. He knew that Jesus was the one. He knew that they didn't really have to look for another. That's why when it just speaks to me so strongly tonight in, in Matthew 11, He says, Go and show John again those things. Hallelujah. Which you do see, that you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The leopards cleanse. The deaf are here. The dead are raised. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. Go tell John, I'm still the one. Go tell John, I'm still the one with all power in heaven and earth. Just like Matthew 28 and 18 said. Go tell John that the ones that he said in John 10, 30, I and my Father are one. The Word incarnate, the mighty God in flesh, the hope of all humanity, the answer to every equation, the hope for the hopeless, the peace for those in turmoil, the devil what the razor of the soul of the body. You go tell John, I'm still the one. Hear me tonight, First Apostolic Church. He's still the one. 
say, how, how could he do that? Come on. We can say, hey, John, how can you, how can you uh, say that? How can you, you know Jesus is the one. Be very careful, friend. Right. Because you and I have been in that same boat when we were in a boatload of trouble. And it was our lives and our family on the line. And it was us having the problem and not our brother and our sister. And we wondered, where you at, God? Come on, God. I'm praying, but it seems like the ceiling's brass. Where are you at, God? Oh, I remember uh, going to work one morning uh, and my tie rod broke and I ended up getting hurt. Uh, and, you know, I couldn't go to work for several weeks. And, and the bills, they just kept coming in. And I remember falling down beside my bed there in Pennington uh, and saying, God, uh, where are you at? God, where are you at? I've been faithful. Where are you at? Come on. John knew who he was. But he said, go show John. Go tell him. Everything you see, everything you hear. John knew who he was. John the Baptist, a man knew who he was. He said, behold the Lamb of God. He knew the one. He was the forerunner of Christ. A lot of folks get John the Baptist and John the disciple mixed up. They're two different people. Amen. John the Baptist knew who he was. And Jesus knew who John was. Amen. And he knows who you are. When you're going through a trial, when you're going through heartache, when you're going through the testing of your faith, I'm here to tell you today, friend, He's still the one. He's still the one that holds the, not, not just the world, but the universe in the palm of His hand. He's still the one that said, let there be light. And the light broke over the horizon of a newly created world. He's still the one, amen, that breathed the breath of life into man. And he became a living soul. He's still the one that parted the Red Sea shore. And the Red Sea water line for the children of Israel to walk on. On to the other side. He's still the one, amen, that burdened the water. Jordan for the children of Israel to walk into the promised land. He's still the one that filled an upper room on the day of Pentecost and baptized them with Holy Ghost and with fire. He's still the one that abides in our heart through the power of the Holy Ghost. He's still the one. Amen. Men may change. Circumstances may change. Landmarks may change. But God never changes. He's the same yesterday, 
today and forevermore. He's not the great I was or the great I will be. But He is the great I am. I am the one that will answer your prayer. I am the one that will be your strength when your strength is gone. I am your comforter. I am the answer to the question you ask. I am the door. And I'm the one that opens it. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm still the one, church. You don't have to look for some big name preacher or some uh, mega church somewhere, friend. You just need to find a place and start calling on the name of the Lord. And it doesn't matter whether it's an old barn or the house of God. If you're earnestly seeking God, God will meet you at the point of your need. It will meet you at the place called prayer because His ear isn't heavy. That it cannot hear. Neither is his arm short. That it cannot save. In the presence of the Lord. There is fullness of joy. And at his right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Do you really understand. When the Bible talks about at the right hand. It's talking about a literal place. Of anointing. And power. And favor. It is figurative. Of being in favor with God. To be in a place of blessing. To be in a place of provision. To be in a place of fellowship. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand, are you at the right hand of God's fellowship today? Are you in the prison of woes wondering, God, are you the one? Or do I somehow look for another? I'm here to tell you, church, He's still the one. He's still the one that baptized me with the power of the Holy Ghost 24 or 5 years ago. He's still the one that washed all of my sins away in the waters of baptism. He's still the one that opened my wife's womb when they said we couldn't have any babies. Hello. He's still the one that gave a city revival that had never truly seen revival before. And He is the one that has planted this church in this city for this time for you and I to gather together in the name of the Lord and in the fellowship of His Spirit and in the anointing of His might at the right hand of the fellowship of God. I'm not looking for another church house. I'm not looking for another preacher. I'm not looking for another camp meeting. I'm looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, Wherefore we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Abraham said he's still the one that God blesses the faithful. David would tell us tonight he's still the one. Amen. That lighted my soul when I danced before the ark. He's still the one that caused the giant to fall. He's still the one that sustained me when I was running from my strong enemy's soul. He's the one that answered my prayer. He's the one to wipe the tears of my eyes. He's still the one. Times change. 
People's change. Morals changes. But God doesn't change. No, he doesn't. Listen, there's people that are doing things now that even quote unquote sinners wouldn't have done in the 70s. And they're supposed to be saints. Amen. Jesus is still the one. That's right. He doesn't change. He's there, isn't it? Amen. He's only a prayer away. He's people treat God Ollie like God's so far away from them. Sometimes Pat people treat the Lord like like God is light years away. When the Bible says He's a God at hand and not afar off. He is a very present help in time of trouble and a refuge. He's still the one. He's still the one. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. And the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again unto the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. What was he what was he saying? I'm still the one. I'm still the one. I'm still the one Isaiah nine and six talks about. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Amen. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and he shall be called the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, and the Everlasting Father. He's still the one. He's still the one that healed the woman with the issue of blood. Hello. He's still the one. that seen the funeral procession and went over and raised him up from the dead. He's still the one that heard the cry of blind Bartimaeus over the crowd. Huh? He's still the one that has done so many great and wonderful and powerful things. He's the one that has healed. He's the one that healed Dad in Indianapolis. They told us he was going to die. He's the one. He's the one that raised Dad up off a hospital bed in Madison when they said he's not going to make it. He is going to die. And the Lord spoke to us and said, not yet. Amen. And God did 
raise him up. He's the one. Amen. He's the one that comforts the weak and the afflicted. He's still the one. He's the one that is the advocate for the fatherless and for the widow and for those that will seek Him. He's still the one that fights for His children when they have need in this world. He's still the one. Sister D, He's still the one that filled that ICU room when you and I and Fred began to sing the songs of Zion. Fred was literally in his last days. But as we walked into that ICU room, the old Madison Hospital, as we walked in there and we began to visit, and we began to sing, we began to pray. The Spirit of the Lord began to move in that hospital room. Fred raised his hands, the tears streaming down his face. And he looked 20 years younger. He didn't look like a sick man there. As he sang in tongues and worshipped God. He's the one. Amen. That keeps you when you're going through this life. But He's the one that holds your hand when He leads you down the streets of gold. He's still the one, church. I said He's still the one. Don't look to another. Self-help groups can't help anybody. If we could help ourselves, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. Amen. But the best way to help yourself is to give yourself to the one. He's still the one. That when you knock, He opens the door. He's still the one tonight that when you see, you're going to find. He's still the one tonight that speaks to His people. And His people know His voice. And another, they will not follow. He's still the one. I'm not preaching to you another Jesus. I'm preaching to you about the mighty God. Amen? A prayer answering God. He's still the one that said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's still the one that says, I'll be with you. Oh, go tell John. You go tell John that I'm still the one. And I'm here to tell you, it wasn't that high-powered preacher the night you got the Holy Ghost or when God began to do a work in your life. It wasn't that camp meeting. It was the God that spoke this world into existence, that communed with your very soul and lifted you up out of the horrible pit and out of the miry clay and set you upon a rock. He's still the one tonight. 
David said, Now I'm going to be lifted up. You have set me up on a rock round about. I'm going to offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. Sacrifices of joy simply means sacrifice of shouting. He's still the one. He's still the one. Amen. That the Bible talked about, brother, that the angels are crying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. He's still the one. He's still the one John talked about in Revelation chapter 4. And I saw a throne and one sat thereon. He's still the one. Right. That Revelation 1 and 18 talks about. I'm Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. The first and the last. He who was, who is, who is to come. The Almighty. What was he telling John? The revelator this time, not John the Baptist. John, I'm still the one. Anybody feel the Holy Ghost tonight? Anybody feel the presence? Do you believe the Lord can do anything? Amen. I feel like the Lord came tonight to just encourage us and let us know no matter what you're going through, I'm still the one. No matter what you're going to go through, I'm still the one. Job didn't do anything to deserve what happened to him. How would you all like to have a bunch of comforters like Job's? All they did was tell him, well, you must have done something wrong, buddy. You're a horrible sinner. That God, this wouldn't be happening to you. You know folks are still doing that in church today. Yeah. You let somebody have a hard time, instead of praying for them, they say, well, they must have sinned, bless God. They're getting what they deserve. As they stick their conceited, self-righteous nose up in the air. I'm glad God didn't give me what I deserved. And I'm glad God didn't give you what you deserve. He gave us what we did not deserve. We did not deserve to be pardoned of Calvary's heel of sorrow. We didn't deserve to have those stripes laid in His back for our healing. We didn't deserve the fellowship of God. We don't deserve the right hand of His fellowship. Oh, but church, He's still the one that comes to meet you at the point. I'm not preaching a social gospel to a religious club. But I'm preaching what the Word of God says to the saints of the living God. Amen. He's still the one. Thank God for mercy. Amen. We didn't deserve any of it. But He's still the one. That gave us what we did not deserve. But you might have read the latter end of Job. Because while he was going through it all, God was right there with him. And when Job prayed, 
for those that were supposed to be his comforters. And they became his accusers. God didn't call you to be the accusers of the brother. Amen. He didn't do it. But when Job prayed for him, God turned the captivity of Job. Huh? And Job's latter end was greater than his beginning. He became so much more blessed. Why? Because I'm still the one. I'm still the one. He's here tonight. Don't matter what you're going through. Don't matter what you need. Doesn't matter the trials. Come on, we got people we care about. We got people we love that are hurting. We'd like to be able to protect them from all the pain. We'd like to be able to protect them from all the things of this life, but we cannot. But there is one who can. And He's still the one today. That when we hold them up in prayer and span the gap, God answers prayer. And God moves. Got a mountain in your way? Use that mustard seed of faith that God gave you. Mm -hmm. And God will make a way over it, around it, or He'll move it. Because He's still the one. I'm not looking for another. I'm not looking for Obamacare to bail me out. Matter of fact, I hope somebody (laughs) with some common sense can repeal that. Forgive me for being political. I'm not thinking some politician has got all the answers or some world leader has got all the answers. I'm looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He's begun a good work in us. And I'm confident that He can complete it tonight. Forever was a day we needed to yield. Forever was a day we needed to seek Him. It's the day. Because He's still the one. Anybody feel like talking to the Lord? Amen. Can we just, we don't have to get up from where we're at, but I wonder if we can just pray and seek the Lord for a little while tonight.